Hey, this is Neha again and welcome back to the third episode of Audio Bytes podcast. Um extremely thrilled to be on the third and to have an equally special guest for you guys today too. We have Miruna Magar. She is the hope apparently and she definitely looks like she has the potential to take the Nepali movie industry by the storm. Let's welcome her and find it off ourselves. <laughs> Thank you. Hi Miruna. Hi. How are you? I'm good. It's Thank you so much for being here with us. Ah, uh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you busy with currently? Uh uh, I just finished my shoot for a movie, mm-hmm. uh, my third, fourth movie. Mm-hmm. Fourth and movie. Yeah, okay. we just finished the scenes and now I'm waiting for the songs um, shoot to mm-hmm. happen, mm-hmm. which is supposed to happen next month. Next month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah, and I have a few projects that I'm talking to the people and uh-huh. I haven't confirmed anything yet. Uh-huh. So all those projects are on the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my friend, come, um, producer of the show uh-huh. and... Um an absolute Miruna Mugga fan I have to tell you <laughs> and I know for a fact that he'll never be able to say to you, say to you in person so I just said it uh, you can thank me later Kailash and by thank I mean set me on fire oh. <laughs> but yeah he told me that Miruna Mugga has accepted our invitation and she's going to be your next guest and mm-hmm. by no means I'm trying to sound um you know shady or even close to yeah. it I admit that I I live under the rock uh, most times but I did not know who you were mm-hmm. so instead of you know like uh, going up online and mm-hmm. looking looking out for you mm-hmm. I decided to ask my sister mm-hmm. who is um of course younger to me and um in a reflex very excitingly she gave away all the possible informations about you you know that you're from the UK and mm-hmm. you've come to Nepal to pursue acting and you're very pretty you're very talented <laughs> and and all of that you know and followed by that a lot of other young girls and boys and of course older also mm-hmm. and they all knew about you so i want to know because i asked them later if they watched all your movies mm-hmm. or not you know mm-hmm. but the answers were mostly on the on the negative side yeah. you know so i want to know how do you intend yourself um to recognize yourself as an actor or the or the characters you play in the movies mm-hmm. as opposed to just mirna moga as an individual mm, obviously uh, my Uh, to be honest i didn't come to nepal to pursue acting in the first oh, place okay. so mm-hmm. when i come when i came here in 2016 it was mm-hmm. to i took a gap year actually mm-hmm. I, i had finished my um, bachelor's degree mm-hmm. in sociology mm-hmm. so i came to nepal for a gap year and then i didn't have a certain plan that i was going to do this i was going to mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. i wanted to volunteer at an organization and mm-hmm. that didn't happen uh, mm-hmm. so uh, and then i had some free time so i decided to join uh, actors studio mm-hmm. which was in Tomsikil from Tomsikil. Uh, by Anuparal sir okay. and my mom being a theater artist herself i was oh, very inspired by her as well since yes yeah, since uh-huh. my childhood so uh-huh. i decided to join there and then um by joining there even after three months of that course i was mm-hmm. still i think the only one in the the whole class who used to say um even though i don't pursue acting i'm mm-hmm. going to use this knowledge somewhere else in my life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we had a production called uh, katha destin mm-hmm. which happened uh, back in 2016 i think around may uh, it, it should be around may uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's when the first movies team my debut movie lal puja's team casted me uh, mm-hmm. they they called me for an audition or like mm-hmm. uh, a screen test for mm-hmm, their movie mm-hmm. and then even then i wasn't sure i was going to do acting uh but then i thought opportunities should not be let, like mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah, declined yeah, so wasted, yeah. yeah and then i talked to my mom and i mm-hmm. read the script and even the artists were really well known um very good artists mm-hmm. as well so i decided to join and then by doing that i think i was surrounded by people who were so much into acting and mm-hmm. they all had so much respect for the work for their work mm-hmm. so i was inspired by them 
And from then as well, I've always said I don't want to be like a superstar or a celebrity. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I always want to be someone who has respect for this work, this field of work. And I want to be known as a, obviously a versatile artist. And uh, it, I think uh, the, one of the main reasons people have not been able to watch my movies are because it hasn't been the commercial, you know, the commercial mm-hmm, success mm-hmm, that people mm-hmm, say. Yeah, yeah. But whoever has watched it has appreciated, appreciated it. it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that's how I just want to be a good, you know, uh, <laughs> a good artist, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what do you think we lack, you know, in Nepali, mm-hmm. Nepali movie industry? Is it the content? Because um, we sort of, in a way, struggle to get the, the attention of the younger audiences of our country yeah. to watch Nepali movies. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can for sure tell because I've never, I, I don't remember as a young girl myself thinking that, you know, watching Nepali movie was even an option or yeah, one of yeah. the coolest thing to do. Um, of course, over years, over, over, over the years, over time, I've come to love our product because I know I have to and I should. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Mm-hmm. But I did not grow up with the similar feeling. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So. I think... Um It, it depends both on the filmmakers and the audience. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I always tell, like, I always say the audience has to be more accepting of the fact mm-hmm. that um, there's still filmmakers who are experimenting with different genres and yeah. they're trying to come up with something new for the audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, what has happened is I think uh, we we lack a little bit of individualism as well. Like, you know, like the kind of, uh, I don't know how to put it. It's mm-hmm. basically like, we have to be more accepting of the fact that people are experimenting yeah. and also the fact that there are more than certain gen- genres in the film mm-hmm. industry and we it's not only about entertainment I mean it is about entertainment ma- mainly yeah. but we have to let them experience different you know like experiment mm-hmm. different things as well so mm-hmm. it, it, it's both ways filmmakers have to be more experimental mm-hmm. and the audience have to be more, more accepting, accepting. Yeah. yes yes so you came all the way from UK to Nepal to pursue acting right mm-hmm. um, of course this is your home country yeah. and um, but I believe your family your entire family lives in the UK yeah, right yes. so I'm guessing your home is where your family is yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know like um, was it a no-brainer or did you have to re- literally you know sit yourself down your parents mm-hmm. down and convince them into into what you want wanted to pursue for <laughs> yourself because as much as we hate to admit it yeah. Nepalese parents do not leave the kids yeah, alone yeah. Let, let us just put it on the table <laughs> yeah. and um, especially in this particular field of work which is apparently very skeptical to mm-hmm. a lot of people right mm-hmm. so yeah uh, I think I was very lucky in that sense because mm-hmm. my parents were very supportive of this and especially my mom she mm-hmm. was actually the one who motivated me or like persuaded me to ah, go nice. ahead with yeah, this uh, creative field mm-hmm. as well because she has been in this field herself and she mm-hmm. understands how it can be and mm-hmm. like she understands uh, she really respects art yeah, and like you know yeah. acting yeah, yeah. in that sense and then mm-hmm. my dad is very supportive as well as long mm-hmm. as you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and you know like you're mm-hmm. not going in the wrong direction yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay to pursue your dreams mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think I had to sit myself down and talk to myself about okay. this because, <laughs> because growing up in the UK, I think mm-hmm. we all uh, we all are very much into this very um, you know like straight line, like go to college and then go to university, university yeah. start working yeah. nine to five, and mm-hmm. then become like make a mm-hmm. career for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then this was very uh, it was a risk for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, having that supportive uh, family really helps. But even mm-hmm. My faraway relatives. There are some people who told me, like, I, I, yeah, not to get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of my, uh, uh, like, one of my relatives said. Uh-huh. He said, "E abati mitse ironi ono zani kam nagarne vanwad." So even it's very difficult for people to see this as a career and mm-hmm. like a profession. Yeah, yeah, so true. 
uh, I was lucky because my parents were supportive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like uh, about the aforementioned skeptical part, mm-hmm. there are a lot of parents and there are a lot of families, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of people who think that, um, you know, harassment of all, of all kinds, yeah. you know, abuse of all kinds mm-hmm. is very easily prevalent in this particular yeah. business. Yeah. Of course, to me, it's very bizarre because I feel like it's, a, you know, pandemic and it uh-huh. happens literally everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. across professions and every and sadly so. But um, I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of girls and boys and young people and, you know, if not, mm-hmm. uh, who wants to pursue acting as for their career. Right. Yeah. So but perhaps not as um, uh, as as understanding parents as you, you yeah, have. Yeah. So what do you have to see to enable them to just, you know, like go at it? Uh, it is very difficult from my position to tell them to just come and pursue mm-hmm. it because of the, all the hardships that's yeah, yeah. involved. And mm-hmm. especially if you don't have a supportive background mm-hmm. and if you don't have um, parents or friends who support you, in the, it, it can be difficult. But mm-hmm. there are still people pursuing it. And uh, with hard work and, you know, mm-hmm. consistent effort, you do reach uh, yes, a certain, certain, level, yeah, yes. certain level as well. And it's and I think it's changing nowadays. Mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are taking it seriously, more mm-hmm. seriously than before. And there is less judgmental people in our society as well. And mm-hmm. um, I think you just have to be consistent with it and mm-hmm. show your parents that you're really serious about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and not just take it as a hobby or just, a, you know, like, I'll try it and then I'll just let it go. Yeah, it has yeah. to be very, like, you have to work hard for it mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. So, and to the parents as well, I'd like to say... Um, you know, have I think it's very important to have trust in your children and have True. a mutual understanding. Yes. So the kids also have to speak to their parents mm-hmm. about their mm-hmm. dreams and not just, you know, have that uh, perception that, oh, my parents are going to go against it. Like, mm-hmm. do not have that. Just try and talk to them, at least talk to them, yes. and then they might understand it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you've done like how many projects so far? Uh, I've done four so far, four so but far. only um, two has released. Uh-huh. Yeah, two has two. released and the th- the third one is out. The second one, it stopped in the middle of the production. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but allegedly, yeah. your projects have not done as well as expected. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it uh, difficult, Miruna, in yeah. the sense that you have to, in a way, muster up your courage mm-hmm. to, um, you know, rebuild or reinvent that mm-hmm. same passion, that conviction, that dedication towards your job, yeah. when in result, is it, it's not, not as much as you put into in real, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it can be. It can be like uh, heartbreaking when you put in like almost 200 percent of effort, Uh but the results are not the same. But Mm -hmm. I think the most important thing is to love the love the love your work Mm -hmm. and love the process Mm -hmm. of the whole thing. Because Mm -hmm. if you just fall in love with the results, you're going to be very disappointed because you never know how the movies are going to do. So you have to be in love with the process and have. you know, I think have confidence in yourself mm-hmm. that you can portray another character again and you have to have hope that there are other filmmakers who appreciate your work and not just the result, mm-hmm. you know, the commercial mm-hmm. success of your movies. Yes. So I think that's very important. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, trying to slightly trying to get out of the circle, mm-hmm. but not really because um, I feel like it's totally relevant to all of us today mm-hmm. and especially your field of work, which is social media. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I feel like the entire term in itself is a rebuttal to the views it mm-hmm. or the ethos it actually stands for or it actually holds on to um, it can be very useful to a lot of people yeah. especially who are in that position who are famous and mm-hmm. all what is this you know fixation what is this craze about uh, social media amongst the youth today uh, I think it's all to do with uh, we didn't have uh, a voice I think uh, many years ago I think mm-hmm. before social media you had to 
in in order to have a voice and in order to say your opinions or you know ideas share it publicly mm-hmm. you had to be either a public figure or mm-hmm. you had to you know like be at a certain level in yes. your life to be able to do that but i think it has given a voice to mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. and you can publicly share your opinions or your ideas and what you feel about yes, something yes. and you can create an image of yourself mm-hmm. you know like i think most of the time we always put out our like positive happy moments in social mm-hmm, media mm-hmm. i think that's what it gives people a hope that you mm-hmm. know you can be this person even if you're not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can create an image for yourself and i think that's that's a crazy and for us like for the uh people from the film the this media mm-hmm, field and everything we i think it, it has become very important for us because uh we share all of our works through social yes, media yes. like we promote our movies and yeah, everything yeah. through social media and it yeah. has helped us uh, get very close to our audience mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's a one-on-one conversation mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that we get to have with our yes, audience yes, true. so i think that's that and um, yeah also um theme it comes very simultaneously with your work right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm, i'm pretty sure that you had al- already foreseen it mm-hmm. you had already um you know were already prepared for it but was it difficult initially uh I always like even now I don't feel like the fame has like or I'm got, famous yeah, like yeah, yeah, got, yeah got me because I never I think it was because I never craved for it in the first mm-hmm, place that mm-hmm. even when I got it I was very thankful for it I was mm-hmm. very grateful but I never let it get to me mm-hmm, and and by this not saying I'm like very famous or you yes, know I've yeah. got a lot of fame <laughs> but all the attention that I got mm-hmm. I was just very uh, even uh I think the most amount of audience that I had to like uh face and me, yeah, yeah uh, the the fame kind of feeling was during the promotional tour of rose that mm-hmm. i did we went to uh, different cities in nepal and that's when i was able to come to face with face to face with all this um, audience and i had this in my mind that i i thought no one would know me like no one <laughs> would you know, recognize me but then there are people shouting your name and then I think it just it, it can be overwhelming. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh you know after the launch of this podcast, mm-hmm. I got like 150 followers requests <laughs> on Instagram yeah. and it might not be a lot to a lot of people but yeah. to me it's like massive, you know, it's yeah. it's <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. So um uh, it was very overwhelming and I had to literally, you know, uh take a week off. Yeah. um to actually sit down and then take a back seat analyze mm-hmm. the 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 whole situation in perspective mm-hmm. you know am i really worth it am i worthy of all those you know 150 extra eyes on me at me or up yeah. to me because i feel like i'm a mess it's mm-hmm. not even oh i'm so cute i'm messy mm-hmm. kind it's like legitimate mess mess you know like mm-hmm. um in bold letters so i was like pretty scared at first mm-hmm. and of course eventually i let them all in it happened in a in a in a flick of a second and if that happens i'm i'm okay with it but mm-hmm. then um otherwise it it can get very scary also yeah, right it is because everything you do and like all your that's why i don't really i'm not really uh vocal or you know mm-hmm. i don't uh publish everything that i'm doing in a yeah, day-to-day yeah, yeah. basis in my social media because there are quite a lot of followers and mm-hmm. i feel i need that distance like I you know, know like yeah, i have same. to have <laughs> me for myself yes, you know? yes. <laughs> i don't want to give it out to the public and so i mostly mm-hmm. just post like pictures of places i'm mm-hmm. going to or like you know just and uh, i think that's the thing you have to have that safe distance mm-hmm. where you don't mm-hmm. get so much into the yes, the, yes, the yes. audience and the crowd and yes yeah. very true I I feel like I can totally relate to that. <laughs> um how much do you keep up with the number game here in the social media because you have, you have like 36,000 something followers on your Instagram, right? Yeah. And you get like thousands of likes <laughs> on your every post. Yeah. So um do you at times sort of tend to assess yourself mm. with it because 
because you know like once you're inside the labyrinth mm. you 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 kind of feel that it's it's an it's a requirement you know it's mm. it's a necessity it you know so yeah it it can get to you mm-hmm. in like after you reach a certain point you're mm-hmm. like oh my god why like at first it was like why am i getting all these followers yes. and then there reaches a point where it's like oh okay i have this amount of followers mm-hmm. and then do you think i'm going to get more followers <laughs> and, but then you have to keep telling yourself yes. this is not like don't let the numbers validate you yes, or like, yes, you know yes. don't let yourself uh, go to that point uh-huh. where you're like desperate for these numbers mm-hmm. so it doesn't really like i don't really i look at it as uh, it's i always try to you know tell myself side. yeah bright side and always tell myself mm-hmm. okay maybe this is because of the work i'm doing it's not <laughs> nothing to do with me personally mm-hmm. it's my work and i always tell myself that so but is there a pressure also i think because social media is everything about consistency mm-hmm. right as long as you're cons- consistent yeah. you're noticed and you're yeah. alive um you know especially for you guys because mm-hmm. like you said you guys um uh, connect to your or interact with your um, fans or yeah. your followers through social media which leads to uh, this development of a virtual connection yeah. between you and your fans mm. right and as as bizarre as it may sound virtual connection is a reality mm. it's a thing today mm. you know so yeah yeah it is important to be visible mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to be out there and, and interact with your audience but not mm-hmm. to the point where you're losing yourself like yes. y- you have to be visible because mm-hmm. of the the kind of work that we do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we need to be up to date with our audience i mean you have to and sometimes like when you don't update your story or don't mm-hmm, post mm-hmm. for some time you actually get messages from your fans or like followers mm-hmm. saying oh what well, where are you what is, what are you doing <laughs> so i think uh, for, before i used to find it very like absurd that i have to post every like you know every, uh, every, yeah, every almost like every two or three days but then <laughs> i realized because of the work that i do i mm-hmm. have to be up to date with my mm-hmm. uh, followers and then i have to keep mm-hmm. updating my stories <laughs> <laughs> like you know so you do have that pressure as well yes mm-hmm. yes yes um what about the social media validation we do now Uh, like you mentioned yeah. just just yeah just now i think uh i don't really know what to say about it because <laughs> i think it depends on the individual as well uh-huh. but then uh, it does give you some some to some levels to some extent it validates you but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it all depends on you like you should not fall into that you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that trap of like validating yourself yes, through social yes, media it has yes. to be it has to come down to yourself and mm-hmm. how you see yourself and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes like for example some pictures get more likes than yeah, yeah you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, does it pinch you someday because there are, there must be days where some yeah. of your pictures you know does not get as much like as the rest of your pictures does it's usually it's just confusing because you don't know what it actually is that people like or not I know, like yeah. i know <laughs> so even if i even even if, if, like my pictures get like yeah. 50 to 60 likes and then <laughs> it's still you know like oh why 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 is that happening <laughs> yeah it, it's it, i think it's very confusing you don't you never mm-hmm. know like, it's it's people and i think it has a lot to do with uh the moods i guess I don't know. <laughs> sometimes i like someone's picture sometimes i don't but yeah it's all to do with how you mm-hmm. see yourself and yeah. you have to be it has to be uh, you have to come into terms with yourself mm-hmm. you know like how you see yourself in your own eyes rather mm-hmm. than other people's mm-hmm. eyes so yeah you know just recently mm-hmm. i i really want to say this <laughs> just recently i wanted to post a picture of myself you know with an undertone uh-huh. to the world that i don't really give to shit about how i look yeah. you know i've gained a lot of weight recently i used to be a very fat or you know like a chubby kid also mm-hmm. but um recently i gained a lot of weight and then people were innovating me for it so that picture was 
kind of a message to the world that I don't really give, you know, a horse ass about how I look or my stretch marks or my double chin, you know, all of that. So I, w- I was going to upload the picture and then I, um, I, I, I invariably ended up in the filter mm-hmm. area, you yeah. know, and I did not know that I was filtering my picture so much until, uh, until I had to literally nudge myself to make myself realize how hypocritical I look and sound, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And of course, I uploaded the picture. I still have it in my Instagram mm-hmm. uh, with the filter, of course. And I, I have decided to never delete it mm-hmm. because I feel like it's a reminder to myself that it's really OK, that I'm only a work in progress mm-hmm. and I'm just a human. And there yeah. are days when I want to put up a face that I'm too cool to be true to the mm-hmm. world. And there are also days when I'm actually too cool to be true, you know, like there are days when I... When when you can feel like you can take the entire world head on, and mm. there are also days where, uh, you know, holding your pee for as long as you can is the most powerful <laughs> movie made, yeah. right? So it just, I feel like social media also in a way um, over glorifies that um, the happiness part. You know, yeah, I, I've yeah, always yeah. said that it happiness is, is such an overrated emotion. And we have to really um, be able to look beyond, mm. you know, what's just shown in the 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 social media yeah. yeah i think i think it's the same for me as well mm-hmm. like um there are days when i just feel so low and you don't I even want to like you don't yeah. even want to take pictures of yourself yes. you know so <laughs> <laughs> and you you can't even look yourself in the mirror and mm-hmm. you're just like feeling very, but we don't put that forward like mm-hmm. i don't share that moments yes, in the yes. social media and i really want to make it clear that all mm-hmm. the pictures and it is edited like yes. my pictures are edited like i put <laughs> filters on my pictures all the time and, and it's i think uh I don't find it as a way of like hiding myself. I think it's mm-hmm. just a way to make yourself feel better as uh-huh, one. And uh-huh. I think everyone's doing it. So, yeah. and I don't really think about it too much, to mm-hmm, be honest. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then there are days I, I don't share those days on social media. So that's just <laughs> the way I protect myself, I, I guess. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, Marina, in the midst of all these things, like to use, to not to use, mm. is it good? Is it bad? It is wor- Is it worse? Mm. All the all the debates that are going, you know, on mm. day in and out. Like, how do you keep your true self intact? Like, how do you find that balance? Okay, um, I think my true self is only um, known to myself and a, mm-hmm. and a very like um, limited amount of friends that mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to uh, take some time off mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's your choice you whether you choose to use it or not use it it's your own choice and there's no right or wrong answer for this yes. i think people use it for different purposes mm-hmm. and it's okay and uh, i think to not fall into the you know the, the the dark sides of it i think you have to take some time off and be in tune with your emotions and mm-hmm. your feelings and how you feel about yourself or your look or your you know like body and everything yes, it yes, has to yes. be it all has to come come down to yourself and enjoy solitude and just you know yes, yes. like find yourself i think yeah. you, ha- you have to take a time off alone mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you know social media in also in, in a in a way it messes up your head right mm-hmm. because there are a lot of it's very easy to you know sit down in front of your laptop or behind your phones yeah. and then you know just pass opinion whatever is yeah. in your head you don't even have to filter <laughs> and everything is just anonymous right mm-hmm. so i think it it, it, it in a way messes up with the head so I feel like you said it's very important to uh, find peace Mm. in your solitude yeah Yeah. it is and I think uh, the sitting behind a computer it's Mm -hmm. it's easy to 
uh, share ideas. It has given us a voice, but yes. we have to make sure that we're using it for the right purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not just to bash someone else yes, or, you know, yes, like yes, make hateful read, comments. Yeah. And I think end of the day, it all I always talk about myself. myself but <laughs> I think it's, it's all, it all comes down to how you see yourself in your mm-hmm, own eyes. That's mm-hmm, how I see it. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you can comment on someone's picture saying really like bad mean thing, things, yeah, mean yeah. things, and you come back, look into the mirror and you can still have respect for yourself, then... I like hats off to that person, but I don't think you would be able to do that. Like you yes. can't look at yourself and I be know. like respect yourself. So self-respect and it's very important. <laughs> um, you know, there's been a lot of researches apparently that says that um, social media also in a way instills uh, mental health problems in people, which reminds me of. I have to say this in a few days back when <laughs> me and of course my friend Kailash, we were, we were trying to pick out on the topics mm-hmm. I could discuss here with you today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you don't have to be, you don't have to sound so serious all the time, <laughs> you know, like, because the last two episodes were all about uh, mental health, yeah. um, sexual abuse and all of that. So also PSA, I don't, I don't intend to sound serious at all. It's just that <laughs> whatever topics I choose to speak about happens to be taken seriously. But of course it was all said in good tone. So mm. no hate to my friend, <laughs> but, um, you know, again, here I am in, invariably speaking about mental health. Mm. Um, but on the serious note, I feel like it's imperative we talk about it mm-hmm. because um, you never know, may, maybe never, like maybe not always in, to a larger extent, but I feel like even if you mention about it, it's a lot, yeah. you know, because you never know how and what's going to help people in what ways. Exactly. Um also, the fact that I've had such personal, up close and personal experience with it, mm-hmm. I feel not to say that uh, you need to have a personal experience to be empathetic mm-hmm. or be respectful towards anything and everything in life, but just that it, it has, mine has made me a bigger and better person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but coming back, it's social media, of course, is a lot of fun, you know, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, what do we, what, what is it? Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> And all of that, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. And I feel like it's it's a great time to be alive, you know, mm-hmm. with all the advent of new technologies, new ideas, creativity and all of that. Mm-hmm. But we also cannot run away with the fact that it makes us very lonely at the same yeah. time, right? Yeah, yeah. I have, um, I've actually been through that myself mm-hmm. because uh, I think it was around a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. Never showed it to social media because I was very scared. Like, mm-hmm. you know how people, I think mental health is very... Uh, it's a topic that we don't talk about much, especially in the film, like where yes. film and TV. It's like everyone talks about your physical attributes yes. and like you know you have to look a certain way, yes. but no one talks about, no one asks you about how you maintain your mental health. Yes. You know, so I think it's very important to talk about it. And I've been through it myself, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was such a dark time. I think, I but when you come out of it, it mm-hmm. you become stronger, like you said. Yeah. Like uh, that was the time for me as well. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I didn't um, uh, look out to social media for mm-hmm. for that help because mm-hmm. I think there's people like like I said I only share my happy moments in mm-hmm. social media so everyone mm-hmm. does that and no one shared like I think yeah. there's very few people who actually mm-hmm. are very honest and share like everything with social media so you have to I think during that time you have to go out to your friends or like you know people you trust and mm-hmm. talk to them about mm-hmm. it and and feel like you're not the only one like mm-hmm. you have to think that you have to believe that you're not the only one suffering from it and we do have to talk about it more mm-hmm. but I'm very scared to like um, voice out my opinions or uh, you know my ideas on social media because I don't know how it's affecting uh, my audience oh. That that's what uh, and I'm in like a bit overthinker <laughs> <laughs> so if I post something I'm always thinking okay what is this person going to think about? <laughs> so that's why I don't really share my ideas mm-hmm. about certain topics mm-hmm. so I think you have to 
it's it's all about uh, talking to the people you really trust and mm-hmm. not just um, don't focus on social media too much even though yes. i have to i i do <laughs> even though i do share a lot of i do too <laughs> yeah. but um yeah like you said we have to really you know be able to like we've discussed all this time about uh, finding that peace and solitude and all of that because it definitely if we have to talk about all the disabilities and disorder mm-hmm. social media in a way propel perhaps not intentionally or consciously but then it does mm-hmm. you know um the fact that now we are able to communicate with people mm. almost non it's not been almost we communicate with people non verbally right yeah. and it's not normal <laughs> is it normal i don't think it's ever normal right and the fact that it's we feel instinctual to feel the need to post everything we have on um, like on social media for people to see so that again it's going on circle again <laughs> but so that uh, we feel a sense of approval or mm. validation through it so It's not normal, guys. <laughs> I think we need to stop. <laughs> I think it's like uh, it can make you feel lonely, but at mm-hmm. the same time, make you feel like you have someone listening to you. Yes, so I yes. think it works both mm-hmm, ways. Mm-hmm. For some people who are not able to share it to their mm-hmm. close friends or mm-hmm. like um, say it out verbally, like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. it's. I think it it gives them that space where That's they can space. you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. share themselves with the mm-hmm. people they might mm-hmm. not know but and they feel like they have a friend mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i think it has both like uh, cons and pros because yes, for someone who is very used to be very ver- verbal mm-hmm. and like very outgoing and then they just become lonely because mm-hmm. of that it's just how you use it Yeah, you know, have to know the person. <laughs> yeah, true. I think we really have to be able to separate the uh, separate between perception and reality mm, also yeah. because like oh, over apps and all it's it's a perception of someone right and the, it is, but it is. yeah at the same time the reality can be something else yeah. so i feel like we have to know that mm-hmm. and if you do i f- yeah we can be in a way sorted <laughs> yeah i think i'm a very bad person to answer <laughs> all these questions because i yeah. i tend to stay very neutral about like a lot of things and mm-hmm. i'm not very like yeah like you said opinionated yeah, yeah. opinionated are you scared that uh, you might get a lot of uh, you know judgment no, or no, because no. Yeah. It, it has always been that way like mm-hmm. even if someone's uh, doing something bad to me i've mm-hmm. always had this um i don't know way of defending them like uh, like you know when you, you you're supposed to get angry right when mm-hmm. someone does something bad yeah, to yeah, you yeah yeah There's like this instant where I try to get angry at that person but then mm-hmm. I think okay maybe because that person's like you know oh, like, like this so <laughs> yeah. maybe I don't have to and act then, that yeah, yeah cuz I overthink a lot and I just uh-huh. keep thinking about like I contradict myself a lot so uh-huh. that is why uh-huh. I uh-huh. tend to stay very neutral because mm-hmm. that helps me like you know look at things from both perspectives <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just the opposite <laughs> I I'm I'm working on it definitely uh-huh. but um I tend to react on things very quickly. No, I get aggressive very fast. No, but I'm working on the opposite. Yeah. Like I have, there are certain instances yeah. where I'm supposed to react uh-huh. and I, I am not able to do that. Uh-huh. And, and I'm just like, oh my God, I need to react. I don't know. And then I go home and then I was yeah. like, okay, this is what I, I should, should have, have done said. That. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happens to uh-huh. me. Yeah, just the opposite for me. Yeah, like I said, yeah. um, because... I've, I've, I like my sister is just the opposite of me mm. you know mm. she's a bit mellowed and and she take she she takes her time to mm. uh, analyze the situation the things and everything yeah. and I'm definitely trying to do that I feel like <laughs> I, sh- I need to learn from you also <laughs> I need to learn from you <laughs> We yeah, we can do that over yeah. a coffee. <laughs> Perhaps after this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um I think we've come to the end of the show now. Okay. Um 
Thank you so much, Miruna. It was great. It was lovely talking to you, and Thank I laughed you. a lot today. You know what? Thank you. It was serious. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely being here. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Also, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. I need to get a hang of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. Thank bye bye. Thank you. <laughs>